Hello, everyone. Welcome back to What's the Points? Hello, everybody. Today, Hi. Oh, I'm so excited. Today is our second interview episode, and I'm so excited. You just heard her voice. We have Sloan on today, and she is behind at Simply Sloney on Instagram. And she used to be, I wrote this down and I clarified, she used to be Sloan's Slim Down because I knew I had followed her before she changed her Instagram name, but now she is Simply Sloney, and she is here, I almost said in the flesh, kind of in the flesh, with <laughs> us today. In the Zoom flesh. Yes. Hey, y'all. <laughs> Okay, Sloan, tell us, how did you get started in the WW world? Because you're also a WW ambassador. I am. I am. So I, th I like to think that my WW story is a full circle sort of situation. I was on it way back in middle school with my mom. She put me on my first diet when I was in like fifth grade. And when I was in sixth grade or the summer after fifth grade, somewhere around there, we went on Weight Watchers together. And I remember being able to eat McDonald's and have a cheeseburger and French fries and still lost weight. And so that just kind of always stuck with me. And this time around, I mean, between then and now, I've tried everything else underneath the sun and I have polycystic ovarian syndrome, PCOS. So I was told by many, many doctors over many, many years that I would never be able to lose weight, that losing weight was the only way that it would help me, but I would not be able to do it. So I tried everything from keto to, mm -hmm. uh, I can't even think of it all, but I tried like everything. Movies or something. Yeah. yeah. Diet pills, wraps, you name it, over-exercising. Um, but when we moved here about three years ago, I had zero control over my life. I didn't know anybody where we moved to. We were living in an extended stay motel for the first few months. And I needed to change my life. And I just, we were eating out all the time. And I remembered those cheeseburgers and French fries that I had with my mom on Weight Watchers. And I still lost weight. So I started creeping on the Weight Watchers website every week or so. And then we got it moved into an apartment. Things were a little bit more stable. And Weight Watchers had this... Um, this sale where it was like buy one month get three months free mm -hmm. and I was like well if I fail the first month they're giving me three more months to try and within that four months I lost 40 50 pounds and I have not looked back since that stop it Sloan that is an incredible story I did not know that story that is that's fantastic I'm so pumped right now for you Thank you. Yeah, it was very life-changing, to say the least. Yeah, yeah. So how much total weight have you lost, Sloan? Currently, I'm about 80 pounds down, and at my lowest, I was about 90 pounds down. So actually, I'm about 70 pounds down right now. Yeah. And at my lowest, I was 100 pounds down. That is incredible. And how long have you been able to sustain this lifestyle? Like, what year? what year are we in right now? I will be celebrating my third anniversary on Halloween. Oh my gosh. So you and I actually, that is so funny. You and I actually started around the same time then because I was a digital member, but I don't even like to say that because I wasn't really, you know, I wasn't really doing it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then I recommitted and started, I want to say it was like November 2nd or something. So this is my third year coming up too. 
That is amazing. I love that. I love that because, okay, well, I do have a follow-up question though, but you said something that you said you like, Hey, if I didn't succeed in the first month, they were giving me three months for free anyway. Right. And then you said you lost about 40 to 50 pounds in that time frame. What was it during that whole process and you starting all of this, did it finally just click for you? And you're like, Hey, I'm going to continue with this. Is it because you started seeing success every week or is it just something in you like mentally that shifted? It was definitely a little bit of all of it. And my first year could have been a little bit healthier. I will also say that I could have slowed down, but like I mentioned a few minutes ago, I was looking for control and that was a big piece of the puzzle there. So I had a lot of control over my food. I didn't really dip into my weeklies ever. Mm -hmm. I saw huge success every week on the scale, which would drive me further. I even remember one week I posted, I was like, I'm craving a donut. I'm gonna have a donut. It was weigh-in day. I did really great last week. And somebody messaged me on Instagram saying, you do not need that donut. You don't want it. Keep driving. Don't get the donut. And wow. like that stuck with me for months to the point to where like, I didn't use my weeklies. I didn't want to use my weeklies, even if I was working out heavily and just things that you reflect back on that get said to you and you're like oh that's not true though right. I could have used my weeklies and still right. enjoyed my weight loss right isn't that just a testament to the evolution of your mindset too right like then it 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 affected you in a way that you're like okay I'm not I'm not gonna have this donut but now you know you like when you know better you do better right absolutely like, you know you can have that donut it's not gonna undo all of your work absolutely Wow. Oh, go ahead, Darian. Oh, no, I wanted to touch too, and I didn't know if this is diverting away from what you were going to ask, Yvonne, but so 2020, craziest year ever, and you're very open on your Instagram, and you were furloughed, correct, during right. COVID? How did that affect your journey as well? I mean, I follow you on Instagram, and I see everything, but it seemed like every day you still put yourself in a routine and ate healthy, or I don't want to say correctly, you know, what's eating correctly, yeah. but you know, we're mindful and just what mental toll did that take on you? Was it still about the control? You just wanted to be in control? I would say that this is probably the year that I have felt the least in control, <laughs> to be honest. But I know now that those routines are like the brick, the brickwork to my success. Mm -hmm. I know that if I get up in the morning and I go for the walk with my dogs and then I, if I try to work out after that and get that good start to my day, then it just leads on to better things. Whenever I don't start out my day like that, that's when I tend to go downhill very quickly. Nice. I hear you, sister. I hear you. I feel the same way. If I don't start the week off with a solid Monday plan, I feel like the whole week is chaotic. Um, there is no there is no plan. There is no method to my madness. If I start off like very um, hectic and no clear vision of what I want for myself out of the week. You know what I mean? Like I have to have a plan and I plan, I was, I mean, I have to plan this evening, even, you know, I usually do it, you know, on Saturdays, but you know, the weekend life happens, right? You celebrate birthdays, you go out of town, you go on vacations, you do things. So things get shifted. So I know that before I lay my head on my pillow tonight, I have got to get 
a plan together for myself because I'm always like the loop in my head is failing to plan is planning to fail. And, and that means different things for different people, you know, whether it's planning, whether it's, you know, getting your workout clothes ready, whether it's, you know, making sure you have a plan to drink your water or whatever, everybody's plan is different. But another thing I like that you do, um, Sloan, is that you clean your kitchen every night. Yeah, um, I try so to. You try to, but you're really, I mean, you're very consistent with it. Can you talk to us about why you do that, how that evolved and what that does for your mindset or kind of what, why you do that? I picked that habit up from the fly lady and I found the fly lady several years ago. She's was popular in the nineties, but she's just a like housewife that helps women get their homes clean. She teaches you routines and whatnot, but the foundation of her routine is always clean kitchen at night. Because if you go to sleep with a clean kitchen, you wake up to a clean sink and it just starts your day out on the right foot. So you're ending your night on a great foot and you're starting out on another great foot. And so it just makes it a little easier to wake up in the morning if you're not waking up to a sink full of dirty dishes. And then I feel like one of the biggest questions that I get about that is, does your husband help you with that? And the answer is no. Mm -hmm. And so I either have to be prepared to wake up to a dish or two in the sink, or she has the idea of keeping like a bus tub underneath your sink and your children and your spouse can put the dirty dishes in there. So you still wake up with that visual and that clear mindset, but the dishes still have somewhere that they can go and you can just pull them out once you've gotten your day started. I find that so, so to be so true because I know if I have a clear, clean, organized space, then my head is clean, clear, and organized. And then that sets me up to make healthier choices. I mean, does that happen to you too, Darian? I see oh, you. For sure. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, so like you, Sloan, Con Connor, I love him to death and he probably would help me if I ask him, but just doesn't do it correctly. <laughs> and so, um, I notice, you know, I, I was just thinking, man, the bus tub would be a good idea because the one thing I will clean my whole kitchen, but there's always a dish, you know, I always come back to a dish, whether it be Connor or Avery or anything like that. So even I love the bus tub idea and I might have to start that because I agree like clean kitchen and it's the first thing I walk into in the morning, you know, after I brush my teeth, I'm going to make a cup of coffee. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that in the kitchen. And I just need that Zen moment. <laughs> yeah. I, it never fails. I wake up to at least a cup or a bowl of cereal or something. Yeah. And I'm like, why 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 is this happening but you know marcus will have a bowl of late night cereal like in his office when he's like cramming doing some work or whatever and then i wake up and i'm like what's the point of me doing all of this if i'm gonna have a dirty you know dirty dishes in the sink still but i do like that idea and also i've just had to and I know everybody's different, but I've just had to learn that there's going to probably be a dirty dish or two, mm -hmm. you know, and I have to let it go because that, like, I get myself so wound up and it absolutely serves no purpose whatsoever. That is not doing any good for me to get all wound up for a cereal bowl and a cup. You know what I mean? Like, it is what it is. And I wanted to add to uh, Sloan, I feel like, so I follow, I don't follow a bunch of people on Instagram, but I follow a lot of people on Instagram. And I feel like you have one of the most, I almost said most good, one of the best daily routines because you do do those things. So could you walk us through like just a mini daily routine that you do? Yeah. 
So when I'm feeling my best, I threw my back out a little bit at the end of last month. So I'm not actively getting up and going as hard as I used to do. Um, just giving my body time to do what it needs to. But prior to that, I would wake up and um, really I tweaked this a lot. So it would change even month to month. So some days I would have my coffee and then we would go to walk or some days I would take the coffee with us on a walk, just kind of, I'm a server. So depending on if I work night shift or day shift is the switch between those. So I do that because it tires out the dogs, which allows me to work out whenever I come home without them bothering me. That's the thought process behind that. And then after that, I shower and then I eat and then I get ready for work and then I do whatever housework needs to be done. Usually I try to do a load of laundry every day. I try not to spend money, but whenever I spend money, I try to check in with the budget every day and I have two dogs. So I try to vacuum every day. And if you keep up with those things, it sounds like a lot, but whenever you keep up with those things, it all takes like less than 15, 20 minutes altogether. Wow. I love that you have so much consistency in your routine because the consistency, the consistency in your routine breeds success, right? Because it's the exactly. little things every single day. Um, you mentioned that you're a server and um, I know that server hours are different all the time. You know, you're, you're going, going, the pace is really quickly and you're around food all the time. Um, how has being a server through your journey, you know, hindered or helped? you know, on, on this journey that you've, you've been on. As far as helped, I would say I'm on my feet. So even when I'm not working out, I'm still active constantly. I get my steps in. Um, that's one question that I don't really like to answer is how many steps do you get in a day? Because it depends. It depends on what the shift looks like. It's not just me going for a walk or doing this or that. It's, my livelihood so it's not fair for somebody that's sedentary to ask you know what do you do when i'm on my feet more often than not right and um but as far as like ha being around the food and that kind of stuff i've been a server for almost 10 years now and you just kind of get used to it I think the hardest part for me was when I did start WW this time, I had just started Outback as well. And so I was there for about a month and got to try the food for about a month. And then I was like, okay, I'm not eating any more Bloomin' Onions ever or fried mushrooms or, you know, fill in your favorite Outback Steakhouse food. And I was like, nope, never eating it again. And I restricted myself for like over a year. And then this past year, I've finally been like, you can have these foods. It's just not worth it because you're around it all the time. And that's the difference. Absolutely. Side note, I waited tables at Outback Steakhouse when I was in college and my favorite thing to eat, and I don't even know if they still do it this way, but it was my favorite kid macaroni and cheese with a grilled chicken breast on top. And then I would cut it all together and make like, you know, grilled cheese with chicken. I mean, I can't even speak grilled yes. chicken with mac and cheese um, mm -hmm. all mixed together. It was so good because the mac and cheese there is phenomenal. It was like one of my most favorites. And then the chocolate thunder from down under yes. all day, every day dessert. Oh my God. It is so good. It's like the cold from the ice cream and the warmth of the <laughs> brownie. Oh, I, I literally can visualize it as we speak. 
So they they have a uh, salted caramel cookie skillet now, which is like a cookie with salt, sugar on top. It's got pretzels and white chocolate chips inside, drizzle caramel over it with some ice cream. <laughs> I'm like, oh. I'm <laughs> oh, the coconut shrimp is one of my favorite too. It's really legit, probably one of the best coconut shrimps I've had. And I try to get it any other places when we go out to eat and it's just not the same. It's just not the same. It's so good. I could do a whole, a whole thing on Outback Steakhouse and all the food. I just am obsessed. And you would think that I'd be tired of eating there after all these years. And I'm not like, I never got sick of it. I was going to say Sloan, this was the other day. It might've been honestly like a month ago now because time is so crazy. Um, you ate on plan a meal there, but it was like a baked potato with creamed spinach on top and then shrimp. And even when I saw you post, I was like, that looks so good. <laughs> Sloan, you're on WW Purple, right? Yes. Have you always been on purple or have you done yes. other plans? I was on blue technically as far as right. like it being freestyle, but as soon as they rolled out purple, like I've been on purple since day one. Got it. So tell us why purple? Why did why were you automatically on purple? And you know, are you open to trying other plans? Like kind of walk us through why you love purple so much. I chose purple because of potatoes. If we're being yeah. honest here, <laughs> I am the potato. <laughs> but, <laughs> that was so clever. <laughs> um, and the other reason that I chose it is because it's more directed towards whole foods and that's supposed to be more healing for PCOS. I mean, just bodies in general, but like PCOS diet, they recommend, um, paleo. And so purple kind of aligns with paleo a little bit. And I'm not always 100% on plan with purple, but it does make me eat more. Um, what's the word I'm looking for intentionally. I have to use my points way more intentionally and choose things that are going to fill me up as opposed to things to just snack on and fill my time up. Right, right. I was going to say, I love that because a lot of people, and you've been doing it for a while now, a lot of people are scared of purple, me included, because, you know, the lowest points people get a day, or the highest, no, the lowest, lowest points people get a day are 16. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I know that scares a lot of people, but I mean, you've been navigating it for that plane's been out for over a, almost a year now. Almost a year. Yeah. yeah. I've been on it for over a year now. Uh, Cause I did get to pilot it as an ambassador. So we got it a little bit early. So I've been on it officially for like a year as of last week. I think it was, I saw my first <laughs> meal that I had to secretly post and <laughs> um. But yeah, I, I understand why people are afraid of it. I could not personally overeat on brown rice pot, brown rice. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I'll eat it because it's in front of me. I'll eat it until I'm full, but I will not overeat it. The texture is just not right for me. I'm the same way with whole wheat pasta. It's okay. I'll eat it. It's pretty good. But potatoes were really the one thing that I had to work on and it took a little while, but it was worth it to work through that food fear. Right. Darian, are you on WW Blue or are you on green? No, I went back to blue probably three weeks ago. And I just have to say, I just love it. And I'm just so glad I'm back on it. <laughs> okay. So can we just take a pause for a second and say, this is the beauty of the My WW plan, because there's three of us on this podcast right now. All three are doing a different plan. Sloan is purple. Darian is blue. I am green. And we all love our plans and they all work. 
the same. They're all equally effective. And it's just so great. It's a true testament to how WW has customized these plans to fit whatever lifestyle um, you're, you're living and, and you can choose whatever you want. And then it's okay if you want to choose something else and then go back. I mean, I was on purple for two and a half months and I was just really having a hard time mentally with seeing 16 smart points in my daily budget every day that I was like almost, almost to the point of self-sabotaging because I was like, I just can't, I just can't. So I've, you know, my home is green, you know, and everybody is different and I just love it. So I just had to point that out because here we are talking, having this great conversation and everybody is on a different plan. So yay, WW. <laughs> I totally agree. And that's why I love my WW. Like it's the best. Yes, yeah, hands absolutely. down. And to your, what you were saying, Yvonne, and when I was on green, I was like, this is way too many points. Like th there's too many that I have, like, I don't even know what to do. And so I just really went back to blue and I love it. But anyways. <laughs> well, blue works for you. I mean, you've lost, you know, hundred pounds on blue. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Lord. Yes, for yeah. sure. I mean, it's incredible. And it's, I don't know, I could just, that's another thing I could talk about all day is how, how amazing WW is and how it works equally for everybody. And everybody is so different. You know, each us three live a different life, have different goals, have different approaches to food and health and wellness. But it were the common thread is that we're all working the program in our own way. And our passion for living well is all the same just different ways of getting there, right? Amen. That's like, yeah. I'm not really, that's like the, uh, the blue dot thing. Like, I, I don't care if I don't get a blue dot. Like, especially if I've worked out that day, mm -hmm. I can get a blue dot up to, I think it's 24 or 26 points. Mm -hmm. And that's plenty. But even if I go over that, like, I'm not scared to not get a blue dot if it means eating a food that I love. And that's another point to come back to, like as far as where I was that first year with the donut mm -hmm. versus now. Yeah, that, that whole relationship with food, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, I, I, I'm aligned with your thinking and J Darian and I have talked about this too. Like blue dots are a slippery slope sometimes, I think for, for me and for a lot of people. Um, and so I do not live and die by, uh, by a blue dot, you know, like that is not the end all be all for me because for that very same reason, just like you said, Sloan. Yeah. And I wanted to bring it back to, to your PCOS, if you don't mind, I know that you're really open on Instagram and I was just wondering, have a lot of people reached out to you and said like, Hey, you're really helping this community because I, um, was in a sorority in college. And so quite a few of my sorority sisters had PCOS, but I feel like it's not as known if that makes sense. Right. I definitely hear from a lot of people that have it and a lot of people that don't have it, you know, um, I've also heard from a lot of moms that their daughters have it and they're learning through me how to communicate with their daughters. And to that, that honestly means more than anything else because like I have a really strained relationship with my mom and some of that comes from how she handled my puberty and stuff like that. And uh, even to this day, like I, one of my main symptoms, just to verbally put it out there, is I have hirsutism, which means that I grow facial hair like a man. And the way that my mom always approached handling it 
was wrong. <laughs> the first time I brought my husband's and boyfriend home for Christmas, she gave me like a hair removal thing for Christmas as a present. Oh my gosh. And so like more than anything, I love that I'm helping moms get to understand their daughters. I think it's almost Ah, uh, you're gonna make me cry, Sloan. It's so <laughs> I mean, uh, gosh. I mean, what else could you ask for, right? Like you're paying it forward in a way, in the most incredible way, you know? Like it's been you're so vulnerable about that part of your journey, and your vulnerability is so beautiful and it is so I mean, it's just so encouraging that now you're helping mothers to hopefully set them up better and to have the right language and have tools and be more empathetic to help their daughter so they don't have to go through the same thing that you went through. Like, I mean, exactly. Give this woman some angel wings. Come on. <laughs> I mean, she, I just, I'm, I'm so blown away by it because I can tell you there's probably a lot more people in the community you know, struggling with that same thing and they're not speaking about it. They're not putting a face um, with it, like you are, you know, like yeah. you're such, you're such a, a leader in, in this. And I'm just, I'm just so proud of you, Sloan. I love you to death. Oh, thanks. I'm going to cry over here. I know. I was like, kind of like touching my <laughs> eye, like, just don't cry, Darian. Like, just like, don't cry, don't cry. Uh, you can't have three people crying well, on this podcast. <laughs> I'm a sim, uh, not a sympathy crier. I'm the type of crier that if I even see someone else spring a tear, I'm already springing a tear. So I'm like, oh no, nobody else cry or I'll cry. <laughs> oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. Um, I know, okay, this is a side note, just real quick, is that I have been trying to mentally prepare myself how I'm going to handle myself emotionally the day of the wedding because I'm a very emotional person and I feel things deeply. And whether it is like, a Charmin commercial or like, it, it doesn't matter. Like I will just shed tears and then it quickly escalates to ugly cry. So I have got to figure out how to, I, I'm really trying to meditate on this day because I'm going to need some serious, like, I don't know, something, something this day to help me get through it emotionally. And I just, I don't know what I'm going to do. Okay. Anyway, that was a sidebar. <laughs> waterproof mascara definitely oh yeah. yeah so um last week when I had my hair and makeup trial I was like um what happens when you cry a lot does this come off or the, does this stay does it look like I have like a river of tears coming down my face how is this gonna work and she assured me that it wouldn't but you never know she's ordering Show me something sad I need to practice crying <laughs> exactly exactly um but anyway you're doing great work Sloan and I mean being so open about that is just, I mean, what greater gift could you be giving other people than, than that, you know? Thank you. I appreciate it. It's definitely not like the easiest thing to talk about for sure, but of course not. Yeah. I like up until this point have felt alone in it. And for the first time in my life, I don't feel alone in it. And it's because I am the one talking out about it. And there have been other women that have connected in my comments on my post mm -hmm. and like whether that continues off my post I'm not sure but it's just really nice to see women supporting women when we've felt like we're the only ones that have this issue and like the thing to learn here is that you're never alone mm -hmm. never if you're going through something there is somebody out there that is going through it or that has gone through it that can help you go through it too and I think that speaks to, you know, social media 
can be a horrible thing, honestly, right? Like we've seen the dark side of social media. I've watched the documentary, The Social Dilemma, you know, but it's, it's things like that. The great side of social media, of Instagram, like we are out here being real, posting everything that's happening in our lives. And we don't have to, of course, but it's whenever you connect with people like that, or people are like, you are really helping me. And it makes us not feel alone because not to sidetrack the conversation, but I also don't have a good relationship with my mom at all. I actually don't have one at all. And so when you mentioned that it like sparked kind of something like, Oh, like we have something in common. Like, even if it's not the best thing to have in common, that's fine. You know? And so I don't know, just the power of social media and the Instagram and I just love it. Yeah. There's something really powerful about connecting people, right? I mean, as humans, we naturally crave connection. And I think it's when you're able to start playing a pivotal role in connecting people and connecting others and helping others. I mean, that's really where you make change in the world, you know, like, and it could be a small scale change that you were doing it in our little corner of the internet, or it could be, you know, grand scale change. You just don't know, but it always starts, you know, with connections. And I just, I love that. I love, there's, there's no, you know, if you, nothing else comes, of Instagram, of this whole Instagram world and connecting people, just you doing that Sloan has already left your print and your almost your like a legacy for, for, for people to, how to deal with this and how mothers to have these conversations with their daughters and they'll never know, but you know, in your heart that you're helping and that you're making a difference. And that's really all that matters. So true. It is. It really is true. But on a lighter note, I did want to ask you something else. <laughs> um, and it's more like WW stuff. Like I, we all are love, we love a good WW hack and we love like good foods and good recipes and things like that. What is one of your favorite WW, ha WW hacks that you've learned over time that you just, it's like one of your go-tos? Oh my goodness. <laughs> There's so oh many, there really are so many. Yes. And I have like this ADD thing with recipes where I will eat something for like weeks, no stop, and then forget about it for a year and then come back to it and be like, oh, hey, <laughs> that was really good. Did um, you make a, I hope I'm not making this up, but I think you made something a couple months ago. Oh my gosh. I want to say it was Oreo related or like cookie related or something, but it was on track. Did I make this up? So I think you're talking about what I posted this past week, maybe the Oreo yogurt and it's sweet, savory and Steph's original recipe. It's a half a cup of non-fat Greek yogurt with, um, I think it's like 12 grams of Oreo pudding mix oh. and it only comes in like the regular sugar. Like there's no sugar free kind, just the regular kind. And so 12 grams or 14 grams is two smart points. You mix that with your yogurt. It's freaking delicious. And then I take a uh, chocolate graham cracker and you can have the whole sheet for another two points or half a sheet for one point and crumble that in there. And then it's like Oreo chunks are in the yogurt too. Okay. I think that's what it was. Stop it. Mm -hmm. I have not yeah. seen this. Yeah. It's really I good. Know, I didn't even know that the Oreo like pudding mix thing existed. Oh, it's so good. I saw it in the store and that's how I was like, I forgot all about this yogurt that I ate for like three months, every day for three months straight at the end of last year. And now all of my like time hop memories are coming up from last year and it came up and I said, well, I think that's what I, it was. Got it. 
I think yeah. I saw it last year and I remember thinking about it because I was like, I remember I want to try that. But of course, like everything I see on the gram, I never use the bookmarking tool, you guys. I don't know why. I just, I don't know. Okay. I just screenshot everything and then it just gets lost in the abyss. And so I, you know, 2021 goal is to use the bookmark tool, but I want to make that. <laughs> Darian, you are killing me right now. <laughs> What is wrong with me? That's I, so funny. I mean, have you guys seen like the past couple of months? I'll be like, hey, who posted this recipe? I just have a screenshot of it. Please help. <laughs> yes. Well, my problem is opposite. I bookmark everything and then I go back to my saved, you know, my saved um, posts in Instagram and I'm like, where is it? I can't find it because I bookmarked too many. So then I started trying to like organize my my um my saved posts and I, I can't because there's too many it takes me like forever so i started but i don't know it's a lot of work you That's guys i don't know what i've done goal too you know and please please note these are all first world problems oh for they sure are. they are they cool. are i don't think i have anything else i mean yvonne do you have anything or sloan anything you can think of no this has been a blast Yay. I love this so much. I just love that we were able to have this conversation. And, you know, we've been doing the podcast since early, I think, what, early February or sometime in February, we, we launched our podcast. And it's just been Derry and I talking about all the things. And then people in the community were like, hey, we'd love to hear from more members, you know, different perspectives, different ways of approaching the program and working the program. We're like, well, let's just do it. Let's just do it. So we started reaching out to folks. And we're so, so grateful that you were able to spend um, some time with us um, today, Sloan. So thank you. Thanks yeah. for having me. Of course. And if you guys want to follow Sloan, if you don't already, for some reason, her Instagram is at simply Sloaney, spelled exactly how you think, Sloan with an E at the end. And then I am Biggie DeFitty, B I G G Y, the number two, F I T T Y. And then Yvonne is Texy Mexi Living, T E X Y M E X Y underscore living. And I'm going to spell Sloan's um, handle out because I feel like I just butchered it how I explained it. It's simply <laughs> S-I-M-P-L-Y Sloney S-L-O-A-N-E-Y. Excellent. That was perfect. So thank you all so much. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, please subscribe, rate, and review us. If you're listening, take a screenshot, share it on your social, and tag us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and that's a wrap, folks. Yeah, we will talk to you guys in a couple weeks. Adios, friends. Bye. Bye.